Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. I'm Sir Richard Poshingham. And I'm Mark Tapper from Tapper's Jewelry. I'm sorry, Mark. Can you say that again? Tapper's Jewelry? Bobble that just a bit. Jewelry. Mm, still haven't got it. You are familiar with that word, aren't you? Jewelry. Sounds right to me. And only you. Still, it's not like it's your area of expertise. <laughs> Look, I may not be a professional announcer, but I know one thing for sure. Nobody cares more about helping you find exactly the right jewelry than I do. My father, Howard Tapper, built his life in the jewelry business, and I'm doing my best to live up to his example. But surely he could at least say it. Howard, would you demonstrate? Of course. Jewelry. Come on, Mark. It's not that hard. Jewelry. <laughs> Feeling a bit ganged up on. You try to bring them up right. Tappers, tell us your story. At Tappers, we want to hear how you say jewelry. Straighten me out at tappers.com. You also say tappers a bit funny. I give up. Tappers. Can we roll the next commercial, please? Steven, we're doing a flashback today, right? We're going back to when? The 70s? Yeah, and we're also doing a little bit of a departure because we're actually going to talk about a company at the stage that it was very still, it was already large, it was already successful, but I still think there was a lesson to be learned. And, and what we're going to talk about is the birth of Sony Walkman. The birth of the Sony Walkman. It, it was a thing before Guardians of the Galaxy for you kids that are listening. It actually played this little thing called a cassette. Uh-huh. <laughs> we could go into all kinds of uh, minutiae and, and uh, uh, trivia about cassettes and uh, their interaction with pencils or big pens. I'm wearing my shirt that has all the records and cassettes on it. I dressed inappropriately. I apologize to everyone. And, and maybe maybe we should we should offer like a mixtape prize. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So anyway, so yeah, going back to the birth of the Sony Walkman, it all started with the Sony chairman, and I'm going to butcher the name, so I apologize, Masura Ibuka. And when he traveled, he loved listening to to music. Now. Sony had this product, it was actually called the Pressman. It was for reporters. So it had a recorder and a microphone, but it also had the ability to play things back. So Sony had this product. And when he traveled, he took it with him and he would listen to music on, on planes and things along that lines. And he found it was just too heavy. He said, this thing is just, just way, way too heavy. And so he went back to his designers and he said, look, let's modify the Pressman. Let's get the weight down. Let's remove the recording feature. Let's remove the speakers. Don't put a radio in it. Uh -huh. But let's basically, let's strip this thing down that basically all it does is play a cassette through headphones. That's it. That's what this will do. Nothing more. No speakers, no record, no radio, no bells, no whistle, no nothing. doesn't even have to be much bigger then than a, than a cassette. Right. Itself. If we go back, and yeah, if you go back to the early Walkmans, they were not, not much, like it was funny when CDs came out and they went to the Discman, the Discman was actually bigger than the Walkman. Because you had to fit a CD <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was about that thick, but not much bigger than the size, size of a cassette and very reasonably priced and highly durable and all those other things. But here's where it gets interesting. His designer said, no one's going to be interested in this. This is a stupid <laughs> idea. No radio? Who's going to want it? No speaker? No record? No, no, that's not how people, people, you know, carry around, you know, they carry the boom box on their shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
and and that's what they want because it's a group of people wanting to listen to the music and, and and we want to be able to record stuff and all that and so he faced this tremendous pushback but he said look we're doing it and then he took it out to retailers and retailers were like no one would be interested in this <laughs> No one's going to want this. This is a dumb idea because it's got no speaker, no record, no radio. That's not how people consume this. And then in the first year, boom, 400 million units out the door. That's not bad. Not bad for a product that no one would be interested yeah, in. Yeah, that's not nobody. That's not nobody. But here's to me the interesting thing about all of this. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Brought to you by the Least Full of Shit Marketers Association of America. Yes, that's a low bar, but we clear it mightily. We're also the largest pay-per-performance branding group in North America, and that part's for reals. If you're looking for advertising advice geared towards local owner-operated companies, this is your podcast. And now you can pick the brains of these advertising geniuses over lunch without having to pay for lunch or even leave your office. We're talking 90 minutes of straight answers to all your burning questions about lead generation, customer acquisition, mass media branding, how to get off the paper crack treadmill, anything you want. And the only coin required is candor because we can't give no bullshit advice without basing it off no BS data on your company, competitive landscape, operations, and all that jazz. We send you a pre-Zoom questionnaire. You fill it out candidly and boom. Bob's your uncle, you're in like Flynn, and we'll be frank as fuck in giving you the straight scoop on all the advertising and business growth questions you always wanted to know, but were too afraid to ask. You'll also get our no pitching and no bitching guarantee. No pitching means we won't pitch you or try to sell you in any way. If you want more after 90 minutes, you'll have to ask. And no bitching means if you don't think the meeting was worth your 90 minutes, we'll send you a hundred bucks. Consider it us picking up the tab for lunch and putting our money where our mouth is. Sound like a not-so-full-of-shit offer? Well, that is what we're known for. Take us up on it at empirebuildersprogram.com. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. Here's, to me, the interesting thing about all of this. He knew a lot of times when there's this great innovation that comes from businesses where the, the owner or the chairman have to push against people, part of the reason why they know it works is because they see the need in themselves. Mm -hmm. He looked at it and said, look, there's other people who travel and other people who want to walk around listening to music. Not everybody wants to have that thing over their shoulder. This would be a really cool idea. So he was kind of a focus group of one, but you could also look around and go, you know what? I can imagine other people having the same displeasure of this experience that I am having right now. So therefore there, there's a product need. And the fact that everybody said, oh no, people aren't gonna be interested in that, he pushed back on because you know the focus group didn't like it. Who cares about the focus group? Yeah. About focus groups before, or it's not been done before, this side of the other thing. You know, it is that amazing how many times new businesses, new ideas, new products, new services are almost always met with this not a good idea wall. Starbucks, yeah. crazy, dry bar, nuts. Like if you want to go back and take take a look at some Wrigley advertising when the world is going to hell in a handbasket or advertising during the war when they can't sell their product, nuts, crazy, nuts. Almost all of them have an element of that. And look, Sony created the industry of portable music through the Walkman. Absolutely. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Because this happened when Steve Jobs was 
was a very, very young guy, right? Yeah. This was before Apple. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder how much influence something like this, this decision to produce the Walkman, how much influence that had over Jobs and his notion of we're not going to ask customers what they want because they don't know. They're not inventing the future. We are. And it's really interesting, even if you go back to the early, like the very, very first iPod commercial. And if you think about it, at at that time, everybody was calling things MP3s and was all about size and performance and everything else. Mm -hmm. And Apple's message was really simple. A thousand songs in your pocket. In your pocket. Because hard drives came out that were about the size of a cassette deck. Because what could you say the consumer would love to have? I'd love to have a thousand songs in my pocket. Uh Because the limitation of the Walkman was, I can only take a couple of cassettes with me. Yeah. And and then the CD version of it, you see, what, you had to carry a bunch of CDs around with you. So it was really about putting more songs in your pocket. More songs in your pocket. But it all started with Sony sitting there saying, we need to do this. And the way to do this is less is actually more. How many times is the record feature done? Do we really need speakers? Do we really need this, 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 this? No, let's strip all those things down, get it to this essence. Less is sometimes more. Walk around being a consumer. If there's something that is inconvenient to yourself, if there's something that you don't like and you experience somewhere, that's a business opportunity. And it may also be something that you can change inside your four walls. Be aware of those things where you go, I wish I had, or this is inconvenient, or this could be better, because all those things represent actually potential business opportunities. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to schedule your own 90-minute Empire Building session, you can do it at empirebuildingprogram.com. 